All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, October 5th of 2023. No baseball today. All of the wild card series actually went 2-0. Everybody swept there, so no game threes today. But we do have golf that teed off earlier this morning, and then we do have Thursday night football later today. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew, one of the coaches over here at Saber Sims, the show where we go over how to use the Saber Sim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second way, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord. If you're not in our Discord, want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description below. Get access to our Office Hours channel where you can ask questions, get access to our Sim Alerts where you can see when lineups are released, when Sims are running, get access to our release notes, see when bugs are fixed, see when new updates go into the app, and get access to our sports-specific channels. You also get access to the rest of the Saberson team. So, so many good reasons to join the Discord. Uh, apologize for the late start here. If you guys missed it, our own Matt Hunter was on uh, Lulz. It is a DFS podcast for those of you who aren't familiar with it. Pretty popular in the DFS space if you've been around for a while. So Matt was uh, doing an interview there that just got wrapped up. You guys can catch that as a recording on YouTube or even on Spotify. I know for sure there. So check that out if you guys want to hear Matt talk about Sims and Saber Sim overall and a little bit about his background as well. So get to know Matt a little bit there. And uh, for those of you keeping up with our uh, shows recently, you guys know I've been having some PC issues. Think I figured out what the problem was, found a uh, Reddit thread that it was a uh, StreamYard Chrome issue. So I'm still on my PC, but I think that uh, we are all set with a, a little bit different browser. So not expecting any hiccups today. Really apologize for those. I know you guys come here to get your questions answered and learn about DFS. So I think we should be all set today. But before we jump into the show, uh, i got to remind you guys, NFL Week 4, main slate coming around the corner. If you guys are not signed up for our weekly max challenge, get signed up. The link to this page is in the description. You can use this green enter the challenge button up here at the top. What is the max challenge? It is a promotion giveaway we do during the NFL season. Get access to weekly prizes. Get access to season-long prizes. All you have to do, use the Saberson logo as your avatar on DraftKings. Fill out our short form. That way we can send you guys gear and then enter 150 lineups into the DraftKings Mini Max contest on NFL main slate. And that will make you eligible for all of our prizes. So get signed up and participate in that giveaway. But with that being said, uh, going to be jumping into our regularly scheduled office hours. Let me navigate to the showdown contest tonight. And uh, really quickly, with this Chicago-Washington showdown coming up tonight, Max and I recorded our week four NFL review. We actually went over some showdown strategy for the Monday night football showdown which is why it's coming out a little later we wanted to wait till the monday night contest we're done to um go over that here so let me just pull it up uh, we released the video earlier today with our review so if you guys are going to be playing thursday night football i would really recommend checking out that video matt uh I'm, I'm sorry max talked a lot about things that he does and we we reviewed top players as well so if you go to our youtube channel just go to videos and then balancing uniques with win rate in NFL showdown, the pros review NFL week four, this video just released a couple hours ago, but talked a lot about showdown strategy in this video. So great watch ahead of tonight. And funny enough, uh, the last time that Chicago and Washington 
played a showdown match. Uh, Max Steinberg won the Millie Maker solo shifted. So if you want to hear him talk about that, just go to our YouTube channel, search Millie up here at the top, and then you're going to see Max Steinberg joins to discuss his Millie Maker victory. This was last NFL season, same two teams playing funny enough. So check out that video as well. A couple of good watches for you guys ahead of tonight's game. But with that being said, looks like our first question came in from AK Knowledge. And AK said, is there a way to save my categories positions in the players tab so I can always log in and have my exposures connected to names? And if I move ownership next to that, I can keep those aligned as well for future slates or even next build. Uh, so unfortunately, there's not a way to do this at the moment. This is something that we want to do. We know that people come in here and you know like to see their columns a certain way. It would make sense for that to carry over to future slates. So what I could do here is I know this is already on the team's radar, but I can just mention it again to the team and let them know, hey, people are asking for this. So I'm just going to say columns, saving uh, slate to slate here by sport, slate to slate by sport. And happy to mention that. But honestly, I would find a lot of value from that myself here. So I uh, really, really do agree with that one. All right. Question from Simple Chef. Question says, I'm not sure I agree with that level of restriction with lineups as, but maybe it can be a good idea when you're fine with playing high owned players, but getting one or two lower owned is the differentiator and winning a lineup thoughts. And how do I set that if I wanted to? Okay. So if you, it sounds like, you know, you, you're looking at this on like a lineup by at like a lineup level. So if you have thoughts about rules or different things that you want from your lineup as a whole, go to lineup rules, go to add new rule. This aggregate option is going to, look at an entire lineup. So if you say like, Hey, I don't want my cumulative sum ownership to be more than X percent setting, setting an aggregate rule is going to be the way to do it. If you care about a floor projection, right? You don't want the projection of your last lineup in your pool to be less than a number. So then set that to my projection sum at least, right? Uh, what I will say is that from doing these main slate reviews with max we've done four videos already what we've seen is that you know there there is um no reason to avoid an individual chalk player or an individual chalk piece we see over and over again in these reviews that the best players the and the players that are building lineups that are grading out the best uh sim roi lineups or sim roi portfolios for our players that are maxing out these contests are using those pieces are using players that have high ownership, but they're getting different in, in a, in a, only a number of places or with their lineup construction and they might be playing the chalk team, but they're playing it in a way that makes it different from the field or with these other pieces and um, are, are only getting like, I would call it different enough, right? They're not way off the reservation, you know, all, everybody under 5% own, they are mixing in these plays and they are still ending up with high sim ROI lineups. So check out some of those reviews. They're over on the YouTube channel under uh, playlists and then under this coaches corner playlist here. So if you go to coaches corner, you are going to see all of the uh, reviews. So week one, week two, week three, and week four here. So check those out. A lot of good information with those and uh, super happy to have Max on and willing to do those. All right. Uh, one more question here from Simple Chef. Happy to address this one. 
Question says, can you explain the formula for GeoMean for today's showdown as an example? 20 max entry with 150K entries. Thanks. And how impactful is GeoMean likely best used for showdown? Where duping is much more likely correct. Doesn't seem advantageous for a normal slate. Great question. I would definitely, um, I'm not a huge proponent of using it for classic slates. I am a big proponent for using it for showdowns. Basically any slate where there are just limited building options. The player pool is more limited. Uh, the number of players in a lineup is more limited. And then as far as a, a walkthrough, happy to do that for you here. But just before we do that, if you go to the top right hamburger menu, you go to help. This will pull up our support library. If you scroll down to frequently asked questions, go to view more. In this uh, table here, you can could, you could, you could just scroll down and look. Uh, how do ownership product and ownership geometric mean work? It's a four-minute video that I recorded walking through some ownership versus product ownership versus geometric mean, how they are different, how they interact, and how you can apply those in the app on all different SaberSim plans. So this is a great four-minute video, but happy to do an example for you here. So uh, product ownership is a way of estimating how many times you expect a lineup to be duplicated in your contest. And the formula for that, which I was doing this for an example uh, earlier, is you take the amount of dupes that you're aiming for. So let's say that I want to build lineups that are projected for under 20 dupes. So you go, uh, you do a formula here, parenthesis, you do 20, and then you divide it by the number of entries in your contest. So that was, you said it was a uh, 20 max, 150K entries. So I would do 150,000, close the parenthesis, and then you do that to the power of one divided by the number of players in your lineup, which for a showdown is going to be six players. So one divided by six, and then I'm going to hit equals. So then what, what this is telling me is that a geometric mean, a lineup with a geometric mean of 22.6, just going to move the decimal place over, would be projected to be duped around 20 times in the app. So then if we come in here and we just run some lineups here, I'm just going to run uh, 500 here just to be quick. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run this. Uh, if you guys are on the standard plan, then what I would do is set that as a rule. So we saw how to do the lineup aggregate rules. You would just cha change some to product geo mean, and then you would say no more than 22.6. So the higher the geometric mean, the more likely a lineup is to be duplicated, and the lower the geometric mean, the less likely a lineup is to be duplicated. But if you're on the pro or ultimate plans, what you can do is run your lineups, come into your sorting metrics. You can use this add metric option to basically build a custom metric, which will look like this. So I just went in here, named it GeoMean. You go to my own, you go to product GeoMean, and you go to value. So value is going to look at each lineup, uh, perform that equation here, and then return a GeoMean value. So like this lineup, this top lineup that I'm looking at is has a GeoMean of 24.15. That would be projected for more than 20 dupes. More than 20 people are going to play that lineup in your contest, right? So good thing is about... If you have the custom metric, you can even sort by it and you can also filter by it, right? So, hey, I want to get rid of all the lineups that are above that threshold. So then I would say show lineups with GeoMean, my custom metric, less than 22.6. And then what it'll do 
is it will look at your entire pool of 500 lineups. I'm just going to remove the question so you can see this. It, it, it'll automatically put every lineup that is above that doesn't meet that filter into the trash. So we moved 194 lineups directly into the trash. And then I have 306 lineups that are all below that estimated 20 dupe range that I can now use for my contest. And then, you know, wiggle it down to however many lineups you need from there. So that's how you use it. That's how you apply it, um, you know, as a rule or as a post build custom metric plus filter for uh, including in your process. But great question, especially today. All right. Next question here from Black Mamba. Question says, hey, Andrew, I have a quick question. If I enter three lineups into a 150 max contest, how do I, do I use the sliders for 150 or for three max? If I wanted to do a test build for that 150 max contest, do I do a 0010 as three lineups or a 0010 build for 150 lineups? Okay, great question. So, I would always set your con your build settings to whatever contest you're playing. So if it's a 150 max, use 150 max settings. Uh, just because you're not maxing it out doesn't mean that other people in the contest aren't, right? So this just gives Saber some inputs as to what the contest environment that you're playing is. So always set it for the contest maximums here. And then if you are doing a research build, I would always use 010 or 09 sliders. So for a um, main slate, I would probably use 09 because I don't think you're going to need an optimal to win. But if you're playing a showdown, I would use 010. At, at Sim Diversity 10, we are going to take single game simulations. We're going to pluck one game sim out of our database of game sims. We're going to play that game out play by play, and then we're going to build the optimal lineup, right? So think of Sim Diversity 10 as optimal lineups. Think of Sim Diversity 9 as like highly curated lineups where you're using a small subset of sims, three sims, five sims, something along those lines. And the good thing is that, you know, if a player has a kind of one-off performance, they still need to do well in the other two to four sims to make it into your lineup at nine. But at Sim Diversity 10, if they have that that one good game, then they'll get into your lineups, right? So a little bit different in how those interact there, but I think that they're both useful in their own regards. All right, scrolling down here. Uh, question from Larson. Larson said, can you cover how the Sims can handle an idea of stars and scrubs so you can fit in CMC or two of the high-priced receivers, et cetera, the lower punt plays don't have a good enough projection to typically fit into the build, and I keep getting middle-of-the-road middle options versus really stars and scrubs. Okay, so... Um, you know, there's not like a good way to say like, Hey, you know, give me stars and scrubs lineups or give me, you know, these lineups that are, uh, a lot more players that are middle of the road. Right. So what, if, if you know, you want CMC like for a main slate, right. Let's go over to the, uh, Thursday to Monday. So I'm going to go to Thursday to Monday and then I'm going to go in here and then I'm just going to set this as like a pre-built input here. And if I go over to San Francisco, right, and I know that I want to play a certain amount of Christian McCaffrey, first thing I would do is I would set a minimum exposure to him, and I would do that in the all tab, okay? So just remember, guys, that the all tab is always going to be better because this will include both running back and flex, uh, both position options here, right? So if you know you want CMC, then I would just come in here and then just make sure that you're going to get a certain amount of lineups from your pool with this player, right? So at setting his minute exposure before the build, you're going to guarantee that, hey, 25% of my 5,000 lineups are going to have this player, right? It doesn't mean you have to play those lineups, 
Um, it just means that you're going to sending these to get these players in your pool, right? So something that Max and I talked about in our week four review is setting min exposures to guarantee that you get certain amount of lineups with players, resetting those minimum exposures or max exposures after the build, and basically using that as an uh, as a way to guarantee diversity in your pool and then resetting them and then uh, letting the builder kind of decide via contest sims or via your sorting metric uh, how much of each player to play from there. So even if you set this to 25%, you know, you're still going to get 1,250 lineups with CMC. You don't have to play all those lineups, right? You could play more or less, but that's still way more lineups than you're probably playing on any given Sunday. So that's the way I would think about it there. But I would just force those players in first reset it, and then kind of go from there. You'll get the mix of lineups that you're looking for a lot easier. All right, question here. Question says, what's the most efficient way to late swap a subset of lineups? Say I only want to only want my lineups with player X rebuilt. What's the easiest way to do this? So there's not going to be an easy way to do this. Um, the only time you're going to be able to do that like is if that player is out. So let's say that, you know, you're playing a slate and you see that, Hey, you know, um, Jalen hurts is out. Right. And Jalen hurts is playing in the one o'clock game and you want to late swap lineups with Jalen hurts. There is an option in the late swap settings that you will see in your build settings. It'll say swap lineups without players only. So you can toggle that on uh, when a slate is active and to, to late swap, you can either right click on a build and then when the slate is active, you'll get a fourth option under clone, rename, upload pool. You get a late swap option, or you can do it from the contest tab. But either way, in the build settings, in that swap workspace, you're going to have a late swap player, late swap lineups without players only. That's the only way to specifically swap lineups with a certain player. The only other hacky way you can do that is to set the player's projection to zero. So saying, hey, you know, I want to swap lineups with Jalen Hurts. Um, if I set his projection to zero, what's going to happen is the red lightning bolt is going to be activated and it's going to tell you that player is out. So you could try that, uh, try setting the player's projection to zero as a hacky way of getting, going to be able to late swap lineups with that player in it is, is the only other way I can think of. All right, question here from K Bash. Question says, can we put our own generated pool into the contest sim lineup and rerun? Heard that mentioned, but unsure how to go about it. Great question. Yes, you can do that. So what I would do is open up a new build here, right-click on the build, and then use this upload pool option. This will allow you to upload a set of lineups into SaberSim here. And then when you upload that set of lineups, if you go back to your build uh, that you use to build lineups here, it'll be an option under the field lineups dropdown. So if I go to my contest sim settings, if I open this up, I can see I have all the SaberSim ownership. Uh, what I can do, what, what will happen is that if you have lineups in one of these other workspaces, it will become an option in this dropdown. So I have my field lineups, and then I will also say, uh, if I had lineups in this build, I could sim against myself. So I could say build one. If I had lineups in build two, I could say build two. And that is how you choose the field that you get to sim against. Uh, that is not one of the Saber Sim pre-generated fields. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Question from Chaz said, in a 20 max app, 
how many captains is a viable number? Is it best to lock one guy or split the ownership perhaps five ways? Risk versus reward. Thanks. Okay, so good question here. This really comes down to your risk tolerance, right? Uh, do Are you comfortable going all in on one captain? Or are you somebody who's saying, no way, I can never do that. I need to spread it out to give myself options in case one guy gets hurt, one guy does bad, right? So some one player might say, oh, you know, I want to go all in. And then, you know, that player gets hurt. And they're okay with that, right? It's like, ah, you know, it is what it is. Move on to the next slate. Somebody else might be really upset and say, oh my God, I can't believe that guy got hurt. Now I'm going to get no money back. So it really comes down to your own internal risk tolerance. What makes sense to you? What I tell people is that, hey, if you are somebody who, where where an out, if, an out, if the worst possible outcome happens and that really bothers you, you're probably one, maybe playing too much bankroll on a given day or two, have too much exposure to one individual asset one individual player across your lineup portfolio. So I would make the necessary adjustments to where regardless of what happens after you submit your lineups, you're going to be comfortable with the outcome that occurs and be able to live with that. And it's not going to have an emotional effect on you from that point on. All right, scrolling down, let's start with last question at the moment from Anthony. Anthony said, not all contests are three max, 20 max, 150 max. Is there a way Saber Sim team can create customized entry limits? Uh, so what I what I suggest doing is just rounding up to the next highest. So like if you look at the sliders for a three max, uh, one to 10K entries, it's five, six. And then if you jump to 20 max, it goes to six, six. So not a huge increase. Sim diversity stayed the same. Correlation went up one tick. I think it's always easier to just optimize for the bigger contest, right? So a uh, the higher the sliders go, the higher and higher upside we are basically optimizing for. So you're never going to hurt yourself by optimizing for a bigger contest, but you can hurt yourself by optimizing for a smaller contest where the upside of the players might be smaller and you might end up with a uh, lower score, right? But there's there's no points for overkill, I guess, for winning first places, how I would explain it. So that is what I would suggest doing in the meantime. I don't really think we're going to be making any updates to that. These are like the most common contests and some of those odd ones uh, can get a little sticky. And, um, you know, it it also varies on the contest size, which we don't have a ton of control over. So we try to just encapsulate the most obvious ones. But that about does it, everybody. Uh, you know, we'll be right back here tomorrow, Friday, for our last show of the week. If you guys have questions ahead of Sunday main slate, tomorrow is the day to get those questions in. You can post them ahead of time in the YouTube chat in the uh, upcoming stream shown on our YouTube channel. Just drop, jump in there, drop a question in. You can post questions in the Office Hours channel in Discord. And then really quickly before we get out of here, Ryan said, Andrew, is owner's box support for NHL going to be there for Saber Sim? A great question. I wouldn't see why not. We already have the NHL model. I I have, um, I know we're supporting NBA already, so I can check on that. I'll mention it to the team, uh, NHL owner's box, but I would assume that we are going to have support for that. So good question. And until tomorrow, guys, take care. Enjoy football tonight. I will see you all later. Thanks. Bye.